Evergreen Podcast, where we bridge sustainable and responsible travel topics to the individual traveler's experience. I'm Allie. And I'm Alex. This is our introduction episode, so we'll take a little time to introduce who we are, why we're here, and what our podcast is all about before you get totally sucked in. So Allie and I met, (laughs) (laughs) Allie and I met um, how how all people meet, which is on the internet. (laughs) Uh, through a social networking platform, but more importantly, before college, but more importantly, it was, it was, uh, in in the time of college when we were both studying sustainability and, uh, then we went our separate ways after that. I work in the urban planning and sustainability field. Allie got her focus in supply chain management and environmental management. Um, but we have that shared interest in sustainability that, um, really keeps keeps our friendship alive uh mm-hmm. and we also love traveling which keeps our friendship alive because we get to visit each other <laughs> and we enjoy traveling all over the place in our free time don't we we do yeah i mean man do i miss traveling these days oh with, boy with life <laughs> yes well yeah so um we kind of just figured with our joint um interest in travel and sustainable travel that we could create a podcast and you know help support a community where we would talk about um, responsible and sustainable traveler experiences considering um how the pandemic has changed our mindsets and but more importantly how climate change has been impacting that yeah we're interested in it we figure other people are interested in it so we are here to talk about it to each other and to you people who don't exist yet who are listening (laughs) who will be listening in the future um so we thought we'd kick it off with a little background on uh some research we've done just about the the evolution of tourism uh, because it really sets the stage in an important way for the conversations that we want to have about sustainable and responsible tourism so i'm bringing my urban plan putting my urban planning hat on bringing that background to the mix um, you know, transportation has had a huge impact on tourism as we know it today. And even the idea of tourism and leisure is a relatively new concept and cultural trend for um, certainly for, you know, Western culture, but I think for the for the whole world. And so in the last 50 years, we've found this great article from Travel and Leisure that really maps out and, and visualizes how travel has has changed um, in coordination with how transportation has changed, how transportation innovations have evolved and uh, become more affordable and accessible to people. So when we used to all get around on ships, you know, you could only get so far and it took a long time, but then horse-drawn carriages and trains gave us a little bit more flexibility and you could um, get around to new places that weren't accessible by ship before that. Uh, and then in the 50s, you know, cars were booming and highways were built and you could now reach even more places that you couldn't reach before. And in a lot less and time, finally, too. And in a lot less time. And there was, a, I mean, the culture, car culture was so big then, too. Oh, yeah. People loved having that freedom. Um, and and then travel as we know it today is really air travel, right? It's It's airplanes. It's that quick trip. And that boomed in the 80s. And for a lot of us young folks, that's all we know is is getting around by plane. So yeah, so there's 
there's those important considerations of how, Mm -hmm. where we've came from, where we're going, and the impact that it's had on the places that we visit. But there's a lot of other reasons that travel's booming these days. Yeah, I know um, from an article we also came across, it was uh, in combination with McKinsey and World Travel Tourism Council. Um, They were listing out a lot of reasons as to what has led to what they're calling a global travel boom. So not even just in the U.S., but around the world. And um, I guess to really sum it up, they're... um, for one, if you think about um, the middle class and how much more affluent and huge the middle class is now um, and being able to afford um, both time and money to travel with their families or just individually. And really that um, opens up the door for more places to handle even more tourists, which could be good or bad, depending on their capacity. Also, it's just easier to, to plan a trip now. You used to use a travel agent. Now you can you can in five minutes book a trip yeah just google something and next thing you know you're on a flight and um we are not endorsed by google we don't get money from them but (laughs) thank you for clarifying that but also just uh thinking about generationally as alex was just saying like we as millennials only grew up with uh planes and cars just being so around us and um it was a lot easier to get around um and it's made us appreciate traveling so it makes us want to travel more and we're bound to live longer, so we're just going to keep traveling at this point. More people. But also, you have to um, acknowledge the influence of like social media and other online resources and how it makes us aware of places that we didn't know existed before. But ultimately, I guess we can say pretty firmly two years into this pandemic that with the ability to work remote, we have a lot of pent-up energy. And it's we're already seeing it now that um, there is a post-pandemic travel boom. Borders are opening. People are wanting to travel and experience places once again that we've been haven't been able to experience in a while. So we feel like the time is now to be talking about this industry with a sustainability lens. The time is indeed now because, like you said, so many people are taking advantage of remote work opportunities to travel, and you know we we all just want to get outside of our houses and see remind, remind ourselves that there's other people in the world other things are happening and another reason we want to do this is you know the potential impact that a travel boom can and will have and does have on our planet and and on cultures and people one of the biggest things that we're going to i think weave into a lot of our podcasts is the impact that rapid development of tourism has on cultures and ways to really be aware of that and be able to respond to it um, as a conscious traveler and a respectful traveler so that you're not contributing to any of the harms that are being caused by the tourism industry tourism industry um, or you know tourists from from uh, from different places And so, you know, one example that we talk about a lot because we love Hawaii. Hawaii is such a magical, beautiful place. Mm -hmm. It has such a rich culture. Um, But it's like a prime example of a place that has really been exploited and commoditized by, um, you know, mainland Western culture. Some data from the Hawaii Tourism Authority suggests that tourists outnumber residents 10 to 1 on an annual basis. That's insane. And if if that's not <laughs> scary enough, you know, if that doesn't minimize Hawaiian culture enough, the idea 
that of commoditized culture is that when cultural assets like rituals or dance are distilled for tourist consumption, it can lead to disempowerment of those people mm-hmm. and potential destruction of the meaning of those cultural mm-hmm. assets. And of course, that's like the negative outcome of... Um, of you know big tourism there can totally be positive outcomes and it, you know it could result in empowerment and political capital and and um, a, a larger vo- voice in the economy and that's totally what we want to talk about is how to support the uplifting of local cultures investment in local cultures mm-hmm. if you're going to a place and how to be aware of like telling the difference between you know, negative impact on culture and positive impact. So we need to do better moving forward. I'm still learning a lot. You're still learning a lot. Mm-hmm. We all want to learn together. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then climate change. Yeah, I mean, climate change itself in the realm of sustainability is what people most often think about. But like Alex was just saying, like societies and economies are also a huge aspect of that to consider when when traveling. So on the end of climate change, if you think about, I mean, you really can't go a day without hearing about the issues um, that we're facing around the world with climate change. Um, Sea levels are rising, the weather patterns are changing, and really um, it's making us climate conscious people. um, We want to do our part, but we also acknowledge the fact that travel has a big impact on climate change, especially if you think about the greenhouse gas emissions you emit while hopping on an airplane but also climate change has an impact on travel and uh if anything it it makes a lot more people wanting to experience places before they are succumb to the nature of climate change like sea level rise uh wildfires or floods um plug for venice everybody go see venice it's so cool that's my plug (laughs) good plug but yeah i mean it it it's uh, really puts you in an awkward position being a climate conscious traveler and wanting to um, do your part, but also acknowledge that you have an impact at the end of the day. But we also realize that travel is one of the most valuable human experiences. It's a matter of gaining this worldly knowledge and experiencing cultures and um, places and people that you would never otherwise experience that are just so vastly different from your own home. Um, and being stuck between a rock and a hard place um, just makes it really challenging. And we're hoping to, to really... I guess tackle that. Yeah, so uh, so we're doing so we're doing this podcast to support a fellow community of sustainable and responsible travelers who you know want to take better care of the planet as we explore it, acknowledging that we do have a great opportunity to see the world in a way that generations before us really haven't, and we want to ensure that future generations get to enjoy it too. So. Our podcast will cover a lot of different topics, like as many as we can, mm-hmm. and open to suggestions. <laughs> but we're um, mostly going to focus on sort of three key areas. One being education of the sustainable tourism industry and how you can contribute to it as a traveler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and generally like the practical approach to reducing your impact while traveling there's so many tips and tricks that we can share to you know reduce plastic waste and um, reduce your carbon footprint etc and then finally you know something that is so important to me and hopefully to everyone is really respecting preserving and investing in local economies and cultures and environments because we don't want to be 
lining the pockets of Amazon and big corporations and Dole and all those people, all those corporations that come in and steamroll local cultures and economies. We want to support investment in like real people and real places. So, yeah. Great, great summary. But um, I guess overall, we're, what we're hoping um, to achieve here is that whether your next trip involves you just sitting on a beach or maybe eating and drinking your way through a country, or maybe you're really active and you want to ski the Alps, we're hoping that this podcast will help you plan your next trip and uh, making sure it is a more sustainable and responsible journey. And with that, we'd like to thank you for listening to our very first episode of the Everjourn podcast. We hope we've piqued your interest and that you continue to join us in this sustainable and responsible traveler journey. Yeah, so join us for our next episode. We're going to talk about the difference between ecotourism and sustainable tourism. Buzzwords galore. Get ready. Oh, yeah, definition time. (laughs) But also in the meantime, um, please follow us at everjourn.travel on instagram but if you have any questions or comments uh, feel free to shoot them over to everjourn.travel at gmail.com thanks everyone thanks fam